I want to be on Broad Street on a freaking boat or whatever a thing, <laughs> bus, whatever it is, and you know, have a trophy over my head and do that because that's what it's all about. Even through the bumps and bruises, I want to go through that as well. I want to be part of this organization. I don't want to go anywhere else. I want to be part of this family, this Philly nation. So, you know, this whole city, um, it's a winning city. It's an amazing city. I think you're always remembered for winning. And what better place to do it than in Philly? You know, I haven't played there yet, but to be able to feel it on social media and feel how excited they are, to be able to feel the, the love from other um, guys on other teams in the city, um, Ben Simmons, Carson Witts, um, you know, just guys that have reached out. Um, it's, it's amazing to see because nobody in the next 13 years is going to talk about, oh, he's going to the Yankees, he's going here, he's going there. You know, I'm making 26 years, something like that. Um, so I think that's going to be able to bring some other guys in as well to be able to help this organization win. Um, I know there's another guy in about two years that comes up off the books. Um, you know, that uh, we'll see what happens with them. I mean, it, I'm not going to tell you I'm going to win an MVP every single year. Is that my is that my goal? Is that my success to do that? Absolutely, I want to do that every single year. But there's going to be down years. There's going to be big years. There's going to be years that are just okay. You know, that's, that's, that's at the end of the day, I want to be able to go to sleep and know that I gave it my all and was able to bring back a title to the Philadelphia Phillies organization, to Mr. Middleton, to Mrs. Middleton, and to the whole city of, of, uh, of Philly. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now on the mark, and this is the Welcome to Philadelphia Bryce Harper Show. Bryce signing with the Phillies is just one of the truly most special things that ever happened in Philadelphia sports history. It's historic on a sports level, frankly, nationally and globally. The fact that the Phillies were competing with the Yankees, the Dodgers, Many teams that play in cities that are more quote-unquote attractive than Philadelphia. And he still chose to come play here. Being from the West Coast, being a Las Vegas guy. Kind of makes the move all the more special, at least in my eyes. Now, opening day is looming. Spring is in the air. And I'm bringing this show to you with a bear, Benny the Bear Jew Spielberg. Benny, I know you're just as excited as I am about Bryce Harper donning the Phillies pinstripes. The Phillies are back, baby. It's exciting. It really is. And the fact that we can now essentially be promised relevant spring, summer, and fall baseball for the next decade plus, it doesn't get any better than that. Major League Baseball is better when the Phillies are good. Agreed. And the Red Octobers are just something that you have to experience to really be able to understand. It's exciting that those times should be coming back in a big, big way. No question about it. Some may say as soon as this year. I could see it. A lot of people project it. Vegas likes the thought of it. Sure. Now, a few of my takeaways from this whole... Bryce Harper deal is this. The money thing that I can't believe some people thought was 
over the top is irrelevant to me. Mm-hmm. There is no salary cap in baseball. I don't care if the Phillies gave him a billion dollars. Yeah. It just it's irrelevant as a fan, it's so so bogus to say they paid him too much. Why? Because the ownership showed you that they want to deliver a winner and good quality entertainment to the city that they play in. Yeah, if the ownership group is comfortable writing the check for that amount, what does it matter to you? It's yeah, not your money. Exactly. Now, if there was a salary cap involved sure, and it affects the quality of the roster throughout, then, then it's, it's totally different. different. But luckily enough, in Major League Baseball, we don't have to worry about that. Now, the fact that they added other nice players to the roster besides Bryce Harper this offseason make it all the more special. Definitely. JT Real Muto, who is a premier catcher in big Major League Baseball. Big time player. Big Some may player. say the best catcher in Major League Baseball. Yeah, offensively probably. Yeah, and we know how hard it is to find a catcher that can hit. Seriously. The lineup is just, it's going to be fun. It really is. When you talk about power, they have it. When you talk about putting the ball in play, they have it. And... Most of the guys in the lineup know how to see pitches, work a pitcher, and take a walk. Sure. They're more veteran than they have been in the past. And they needed it. They also needed some personality. As interesting as the Phillies were last year for a large portion of the season, they weren't interesting. No. No personality. Just, I don't know, it it lacked something. I agree. And when you add a Bryce Harper... When you add some of the other pieces that they've added, you now have some personalities in the clubhouse that make the process of following any sports franchise much more enjoyable. Yeah, you have big-time names. Harper, McCutcheon, Robertson. Yeah, no, you know, and Reese Hoskins is even a guy. He's an interesting guy. Oh, I like Reese a lot. He's a good young leader, brings yeah. his dog out on the field before the game. Nola, Arietta. Yeah, they got personality now. Yeah. And people are getting a little more comfortable with Gabe Kapler. Mm-hmm. I would say Gabe was the most personality the team had last year. Seriously, I was already thinking that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I really like that John Middleton aspires to be the next George Steinbrenner. Mm-hmm. He kind of vocalized that thought. And he backed it up with this offseason specifically the Harper contract. He wants the Phillies to be the new Bronx Bombers. Yeah, Because like they it. have their eye on trout. Uh, Bryce Harper caught some heat this weekend from the MLB office with tampering because he said in two years, you know I'm making the call to Mike Trout to come join me in Philly. And if, if Middleton wants to be the next Steinbrenner and he wants the Bronx Bombers, then he'll go get Trout. Because you I know Trout wants to be here. It's obviously looming. I mean, Bryce Harper's talking about it. Everybody's already Trout basically insinuates it. it by his way of life. Seriously. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure that it's actually going to happen, but it would be nice. And there's definitely a possibility the way that the contract is structured. And But if not Trout, they're going to be buying more players with this deal. Well, that was just another thing that made the Harper move so nice. That... Yes, he got paid the big bucks. But the structure of the contract, and according to him, he harped on it. He wanted it to be structured in a way where the Phillies will have roster flexibility Mm -hmm. and be able to spend. 
Yeah. It would be iconic for the sport of baseball to have Mike Trout and Bryce Harper in the same outfield. It would be amazing. It would be unreal. Yeah, legendary. It really would. And I think that's the type of thing Major League Baseball needs to bring it back in terms of, and I hate to go here, I hate to go here, but big time like Twitter and social media conversation. Mm -hmm. Now, you know I could care less about Twitter. Sure. But it is a big deal to a degree. Well, essentially all you're saying is bring back the youth. Yeah, that... Recapture the youth's interest. No pun intended here, the juice. Yeah. Bring back some juice in baseball. Mm -hmm. Now, I think it exists. You know, you got the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Dodgers in the playoffs. That's big time. Yeah. You know, competing at the highest levels in the biggest games. Definitely. That's special. But there still has to be a little more juice. Mm -hmm. You could really never have enough of it. Agreed. (laughs) You know, from a business standpoint... Once again, in any industry. Yeah, it's a move that for the Phillies, you at least have the possibility now of a dynasty. And dynasties are great for any sport. Great for any sport because it it draws the vitriol, you get the hatred, mm-hmm. and you get the passion. Yeah. And then you get the bandwagon. Like, you know how like in the NFL, like there's a lot of people now who support the Patriots because sure. all they do is win. Yeah. There's a lot of people who grew up supporting the Yankees who lived in... Uh, Ohio, Mm -hmm. because all the Yankees do is win. LeBron James. Hell, even in South Philly, there's a lot of Yankees fans from all the Yankees winning years. Mm -hmm. Sure, the LeBron James bandwagon people that are now slow. No, I was saying literally LeBron James was that kid growing up in Ohio rooting for the Yankees. And the Cowboys. Yes. To go prove our point even further. (laughs) Yeah, very good, Benny. And now people wonder why he has no loyalty to a team. (laughs) To his own team. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, great point. Yeah. Not to mention left his own city. Sure. Uh, But let's leave the national <laughs> pundits to discuss him right now. He has a lot of problems right now. This is a right baseball now. episode. This is a baseball show. I loved in the opening press conference, Benny, when Bryce said, you know, my dad woke up every morning to go tie rebar in 130-degree Las Vegas heat. Oh, yeah. And his dad looks like Dan Bilzerian over there. dad looks like the man, exactly. <laughs> you know, so you could tell he comes from a cool family. He's good people. He gets it. He's only 26 years old, and that adds to the magnitude of the move. It's not like they're acquiring a star who's even in his early 30s. I mean, we'll have four years of Bryce Harper where it will essentially feel like he never played for any other team besides the Phillies. Mm -hmm. And then at that four-year point, he's only going to be 30, where foreseeably some of his best years could still be ahead. Agreed. We have about six to seven, maybe eight years of prime Bryce Harper left. If not more. Positively, you know, keeping the positivity going. He's a kid that's very into his body and keeping it in shape and all of that. Now, at times, though, he does play a little reckless, a little run through the wall, and that's going to make your body break down a little quicker. Having said that, I think he's such a fitness fanatic and a workout hound that he's going to be able to push through that. And if many of you watch the uh, opening preseason game that you know Bryce Harper appeared in, you'd see he looks a little leaner than he did last year. 26 years old. He knew the contract he was going to get. Of course he was going to show up anywhere he signed mm-hmm. in tip-top shape. Agreed. This, to me, was the modern-day Babe Ruth move. Mm-hmm. 
Now, let me tell and it might sound a little silly, and people who I discuss baseball with regularly know I'm not blowing smoke here. I said this was the modern-day Babe Ruth move because he goes to a team similar proximity of Boston to New York, Philly to D.C. Sure. Rivals. Division rivals. Mm-hmm. Right field. Mm-hmm. Ru- uh, Bryce Harper has Ruthian power. Agreed. He can hit a ball 500 feet. Mm-hmm. A larger-than-life image. A larger-than-life image in the sport. Now, keep in mind the whole modern-day preface here. Sure. But, you know. If we translate it, okay, Babe Ruth was this larger-than-life figure back in the day. Everybody yeah, called him right. the best in the game. game. Bryce Harper was called the great phenom sure. at 16 on the cover of Sports Illustrated. So. Right. De- debuted at what 18 19 major league baseball yeah that's if unheard anything, of there's been more eyes and stuff yes on harper great than point because ruth. ruth it's at this era in uh in human history yeah. it's more folktale word of mouth yes radio Ra- radio yes print right yes you're reading everything right. after the fact here we're seeing it up to the minute on yes. our phones on our tvs on our computers and if we miss the game, we're seeing replays, or mm-hmm. and you know, so we, we understand the technological Every, we're, differences. We're watching the press hence, conference; we're not reading about what he said during it. Hence the modern day um, preface. Now, five tool player Harper, five tools Ruth, five tools. If it couldn't make it any crazier, I'm like I said, the people I'm discussing baseball with, I'm calling it the modern day Babe Ruth move. And then he decides. In honor of Roy Holiday, not to wear his number 34, but to go with Babe Ruth's number 3. Very cool. And it put the icing on the cake for me in terms of that argument. As silly as it may be, I think it makes some sense. It does. And, by the way, number 3 is insanely cool for Bryce Harper to wear. And if you guys saw the opening spring training game where Harper debuted, he looks insanely cool in the Phillies spring training uniforms. That he does. And yeah, I hate to sound like a fanboy like that. No, but, but he Benny, does. how many professional athletes do I tear to shreds and can't stand? All the time. All the, more so than not. Yeah. So by no means am I a fanboy. Mm-hmm. I believe. Now, this is something else Phillies fans gotta pay attention to. And how hurt a lot of us were, because I love Jason Worth. When he left for D.C. Sure. on a seven-year deal, and Phillies fans are like, oh, this sucks. You know, of course, we lose one of our own, a champion, a, an integral part of us becoming so relevant. And, you know, Worth goes get and gets paid in D.C. as he deserved, and we were devastated. And Phillies baseball has been insufferable on some levels, unwatchable, boring, mundane, just garbage mm-hmm. for the most part for oh, many yeah. of these years and months and weeks. Sure. I guarantee you that Jason Worth's presence in DC and his closeness with Harper and his talking about how cool Philly was mm-hmm. and what it was like to win a championship in Philly, I guarantee you that had some effect on Bryce coming to the Phillies. I totally agree. See how things come full circle? Full circle. You know, baseball's funny like that, mm-hmm. and sports are funny like that. And in some ways, losing worth brought us Bryce Harper. Yeah, it definitely helped in some ways. It did. Now, the Phillies offseason still might not be done. They may acquire 
uh, a Keuchel, yeah. a Kimbrel. Mm-hmm. So let's see what happens. Saturday afternoon, Arietta talked about we should go get Keuchel. He would make us better. Yeah. So these guys are still chirping. These guys want to go. They want to win the pennant this year, which as, is kind of neat to hear. As much as I like Keiko, and I would enjoy if they brought him in, because what does it matter to me? It's not my money. Right. Bring him in and see if he can play. Yeah, this is what this is the Yankees shit. This is what the Yankees do. But, Let's do it. But in my heart, I want to go in kind of with the roster they have, and if they need another arm, July. whether it be starter or bullpen, you see who's been playing well. Because mm-hmm. when you commit to a guy that you don't know if he can still play well, then that's risky. But if you can go out, make a move for a guy who's pitching well, and still, let's say Andrew Kashner on the Orioles is having an actually nice year for a change. Yeah. You go and you buy him for cheap. Yeah, and, and, and now and you not, have your and guy. And you're not so committed and to him. And you're not handcuffed to him. Right. And, you're not, and now you can go out and buy another guy next season that you really actually do like and want. Because, gang, keep this in mind. The Phillies were the runners-up, essentially, to land in Corbin. They won an arm. Yeah. Okay. They knew when they were going after Corbin that they were going to either land Machado or Harper. I'm glad that they didn't get Corbin. I am, too. But he could turn around and win 18, 19 games yeah, this year. We know, me, we know that. He That's could what make he's us either words. Yeah. But on the same token, I still rather... I, I would still prefer that July move to a, a pot commitment to Corbin. I agree. Now, I don't know if Kimbrough is the move for this, but I truly believe that they have yet to get their closer. People love Sir Anthony Dominguez. Yeah. I do too. But this is a game of math. This is a, There's no lock that he's going to have the same year that he had last year. Yeah. He's not a guarantee for that. Mm-hmm. The league now is more familiar with him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think bringing in a more veteran, established presence at closer would be great. I just don't know if you need to commit to a head case like Kimbrell. Right. And with that being said, with that being said, the Phillies, as of today, do have a very good bullpen. Yeah. If not, one of the best in baseball already. Absolutely. And they are going to be sending good arms down. Agreed. Live and, arms. And— like, 97, 98 mile per hour consistent guys. And another X factor is if they bring in a starter at some point, whether it be a Keiko or a trade at some point, one of these guys is dropping off. It could very well be Velasquez, who could then become the closer if they didn't find a closer yet. Yeah, and you know, they're putting a lot of faith that Velasquez will be a good number five. They're putting a lot of faith in Pavetta yeah. and uh, Eikhoff. We'll see what happens. I think if one of them emerges as a, a reliable starter, they'll be okay. I have my concerns about the rotation. That's why I'm saying it might not be the worst idea to go get a Keuchel. Um Now, speaking of concerns, and I want to propose this because I don't want it to be, you know, all fanboy stuff. Last year, Bryce Harper hit 249. 2016, he hit 243. 2014, 273, 2013, 274, 2012, 270. Now in 2017, he hit 319, and in 2015, he hit 330. I do believe, going forward, 
Bryce Harper is more closer to like a 290 year in and year out hitter. Is that fair to say, Benny? I'd think about 280 is a fair number. Just, I mean, you look at his stats, he's hit about 280 about four times, five times in his career. Now, don't you think a guy like Bryce Harper, who has that that just lightning quick bat speed, great hand-eye coordination, a smooth lefty stroke, don't you think he'll have a fine wine effect where, you know, maybe during the later years, uh, He'll scale his swing back some. He'll I, go opposite field even more. Not that he doesn't today, because of course he does. Definitely. I mean, he has a naturally violent swing, so that's never going to change. But at the end of the day, yes, when you get older, you start getting more veteran established. You stop caring about the home runs, the home runs, and all of that. Uh, I mean, I think he's had a pretty good on base percentage and a dance in a handful of seasons and playing in a place like citizens bank park where he loves to hit i think it's only going to improve his numbers in every direction i totally agree totally agree imagine if they ban the shift in major league baseball what could that could do to his career numbers yeah seriously you know i'm a traditional guy in a lot of ways in sports in general i think they should ban the shift i think it's totally bogus i actually can't stand it uh, I credit it to like ruining Ryan Howard's career in many ways. Yeah, Ryan now, of Howard course, it's along on with Ryan, other guys. Yeah, a long list. And, of course, they have, you know, these players have the ability to adjust, but that's easier said than done. Mm-hmm. It's easier said than done. I don't believe they should move the mound back. No. I think that's an atrocious idea no. that can have so many, like, effects down the line to youth baseball. I totally agree. Uh, I absolutely hate moving back the mound, but I, what I think they should do is just lower the mound again. It's been done before, and it's been done. In- yeah, and even, you know, college mounds and high school mounds where good college and high school baseball is being played, I have a hard time believing all those mounds are at that regulation height. I exactly. guarantee you they're not. I know they're not. Yeah, exactly. So, so it's it's preposterous. In the major leagues, you move down the mound mm-hmm. a little bit. That mm-hmm. makes them throw a little less harder. Yeah, you know. If just anything, leave it, it might. If anything, it might actually help with less Tommy John surgeries in some way because you have point. less torque. less of a whip. Yeah, exactly. On the arm. Yeah, that's a good point too. I like that thought. Uh, I would certainly explore that option well before I would explore moving the mound back. That's ludicrous. I just can't stand the notion of it. I'm with you. Rob Manfred gets a little too silly with his, you know. These people assume these power and leadership positions, and they, ha- they're, you know, to make it that high, you have to have a big ego, um, and then they like take on this ownership mentality where they have to put their stamp on things, mm-hmm. and, and like for their legacy, for their resume, and it's it's terrible. I can't stand that. Well, we're going to have a universal DH at some point in the near future. Maybe, obviously, not this year. Probably not next year. But within the next five to ten years, I'd say a universal DH. Yeah, some would say sooner. Is likely. And some would say like three to five years. Sure, that's probably more likely. Yeah. And I think that the important issue is doing that properly. I don't know if the answer is just making the DH, one hundred percent. I th- but you can't get rid of the DH one hundred percent. I like the idea, and I've heard this theory. You have a DH until you take your starter out of the game. Oh, that's cool. And then your that, pitcher then it has gets to fun. bat. 
Yeah, yeah. Then it could get fun because you you know relief pitchers will yeah. get some abs, and that's always kind of comical. It's cool, and also it takes away from the strategy of like the Rays do. Hey, we're going to start with a reliever and then just throw eight relievers. Yeah. So now you're penalizing a team for doing that. You want to do that, fine, but these guys have to bat. Yeah, I like that. Or you got to pinch hit. Because when you keep bringing out guys from the sub teams from the fifth inning on that are the throwing, the Rays were doing it from the second, third inning on. Uh, didn't they start their closer? Yeah, they would pitch a guy for an <laughs> inning or two, bring in a guy for like two, three, four innings, and then right. Go. And every guy's fresh, and their pitch counts low, so they could come back the next day. And they're coming out throwing ninety seven, ninety eight, and these hitters are like, "What the fuck?" It that's not fair. Yeah. So you want to counteract that. I mean, I would just kind of restrict these like weird moves. Like if somebody's listed as a star as a closer, you mm-hmm. can't start him. You know, it's like when in the NFL when they list uh somebody as a receiver, he can't wear a linebacker's number. Sure. And that kind of thing. I hear you. And I think it's so much simpler than having to restrict things that what they're doing and just create a rule that's going to basically make them every team go okay well we're gonna want our dh in there instead of a pitcher or a pinch hitter the only thing the thing about that rule with uh the dh is in until your starting pitcher is pulled and it adds to this strategy behind it teams will be hesitant to have their best bench bat be their dh in that situation okay because you're gonna want to maybe have him at a huge at bat in the seventh eighth ninth inning sure as opposed to the first second third fourth fifth that's an interesting way to look at it but it's it adds to the strategy that the manager has to put in play so that's i don't want to lose strategy in the national league i think it only adds strategy to that if if they tweak it that way and it makes all teams yeah have to deal with it yeah now i would have loved to got brett boone on this episode but Brett will come back for the opening day episode. And when we spoke on Instagram, he thought the Phillies or Nationals was the best bet for Bryce Harper. Mm-hmm. He said Philly would be a tremendous town. You know, Brett loves Philly. His father is a Phillies legend. He grew up in the organization yeah. with Aaron. They're pretty, um, you know, like even Aaron being the manager of the Yankees, those guys have a lot of love for the Phillies. That's pretty cool. It is cool. We need to make sure we do that game with them this year. Yeah, absolutely. He's a true baseball guy. Mm-hmm. Spitting, uh, hocking up friggin' loogies as he's talking. That guy's just a ball player, man. Yeah, I love talking to him. We're we're getting amped up for opening day here. Spring is truly in the air. All right, let's get out of this winter weather BS. Watching these spring training games makes you crave some warm weather. We don't have to give our Phillies predictions just yet. I'll just say we are so overdue for a red October. I think it's going to be a fun season. At the very least, it's going to be interesting to see what this powerful lineup can do and how these young pitchers and other young players in the lineup develop. Totally agree. I couldn't be any more excited about these Phillies at this point. And I really think that, you know, sky's the limit for this team this season and going forward. Now, Benny... Uh, I spoke to a few people who love the show, support the show, and I gathered their opinions. We want to give you an opportunity. We all agreed. Do you want to retire your Orioles gear and officially become a tried-and-true Philadelphia Phillies fan? I am in the minority here where I believe 
Every fan deserves an opportunity to jump ship and join another ship if they're going to do it the right way. And we're giving you that opportunity. Do you want to retire the Orioles gear and become a Philadelphia Phillies fan? You know how special this Bryce Harper move is. I appreciate the opportunity, but there's never a way that I can retire my Orioles gear officially. Having said that, there has been a period of my life of a 12-year losing streak by these Orioles. And in that time, I became a bigger fan of teams and players elsewhere Mm -hmm. and grew appreciations and fandoms elsewhere. Yeah. And that's normal, and that's understandable. I've always felt the Phillies were my National League team. Okay. So I could definitely see over the course of the next 10 to 12 years being a bigger Phillies fan than an Orioles fan during that time. Having said that, I'll never retire as an Orioles fan. Because, of course, we know the Orioles did beat the Phillies in the World Series. Yep. Which is not good. Cal Ripken's rookie year, I believe. Yep. Only World Series by him. Right. Coincidentally, was that was the same year Marino went to the Super Bowl, wasn't it? Mm, 1983, I believe, if I'm remembering yeah, it correctly. So w- was it the 82 season? That's where I would get caught up. So in 83, the Super Bowl was Raiders-Redskins. And the Raiders won. But I'm trying to think which year was Dan Marino's rookie year. Because I know you're a Marino guy. 1983 was the World Series. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was the uh, Orioles-Phillies World Series. Sixers also went to the finals that year, right? And 1984 was Dan Marino. Okay, all right. Okay, off by one year. The Orioles, for the foreseeable future, are going to be absolute uh, dog shit. Yeah. And in baseball, as we know, it takes a long time to turn things around. Unfortunately, it's a long darkness that's about to sink oh, into Lord. the Orioles. <laughs> Coming off of a brutal season, yeah. And what I'm getting at is when the Phillies and Orioles link up, right? And let's say the Phillies need the games, and they're they're you know they need the games, they need to win, mm-hmm. and the Orioles are out of it. Yeah. Do you go as far as the pull for the Phillies in those no, games? I'm rooting for... for the Phillies, no matter what this scenario is. Essentially, this year. Right. Because right. there's no possibility, really, that the Orioles can compete. So even if they start out hot, let's say, and then they have a series against the Phillies, I have no hope that they can continue that hotness right. and make they the playoffs. Yeah, 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 right. But the Phillies need every win. So yes. Yeah. yeah, especially in a tough a tough division. Yeah. The NL East is a, one of the better divisions in baseball. Oh, yeah. So, you know, By I'll no be means is it a lock the Phillies win this division. No. You know, I hate to be a Debbie Downer in some regards. By no means are they a lock for the wild card. I agree. But I want to think that this team is really good and is going to start gelling once the season begins. Maybe not right away, but after a month or two, really figure it out and make a push. I see them right at that 90-win mark. All right. So there we go, gang. Loyal Ben is sticking with his uh, Orioles, which we can understand. But, Benny, it's like with the Sixers. It's like with the Eagles. By no means, the Flyers, you like the Flyers. You don't hate on these teams. No, no. You know, I'm rooting and, but, for all of them. And if they deserve it, though, you'll tear them down like yeah. I do. Mm-hmm. Something else I like about Bryce Harper. You know how much I love Las Vegas. He's a Las Vegas kid, West Coast kid. There was some interest um, going back to the West Coast mm-hmm. that was being reported by John Heyman. 
I respect Bryce Harper's level of admiration for Northeast baseball. Yeah. Baseball in the Northeast is kind of weird. Like, it's cold in the beginning of the season. Mm -hmm. The fans are on you. Yeah. You're expected to produce and Mm -hmm. win. And, you know, he spent the first part of his career in D.C., and now he's coming to Philly for the uh, long term. I respect that he didn't decide to flee to a California team or a Southwest team. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I think, think that's he, admirable. I think he digs on it. I think he really does. I think he has the personality that really thinks along those same lines and has a mentality where he doesn't mind if he's playing in October in the snow. Right, 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 Cause right. Because he kind of weirdly would right. yeah. kind of get off on that. Maybe right. not because he idolized Mickey Mantle. Sure. I think that's part of it. Maybe he might not like snow. but right, like it's he not going to snow, but yeah, I get your drift. But he can enjoy the idea of playing in the cold. Yes, I think part matters. of that is because Mickey Mantle was his is his guy is yeah. his idol, mm-hmm. and that makes sense. Yeah. Now, Benny, we got a few on the mark contributors, VIP listeners, who left some Bryce Harper messages in the on the mark voice bank that we pay four ninety nine for, so four ninety nine a month for. So, Benny, why don't you play those messages? Nah, that's crazy. You don't even know what the fuck you're even talking about. What? No. Oh, shit. So, first first we had Darren Sharper. Now we got Bryce Harper. One of the most hardest-hitting sluggers in the league. Thank God we got him, because he couldn't hit the high stinky cheese off of nowhere to save his life. Here we go, boys. Bryce, our baby. Welcome to Philadelphia, pal. Looking forward to the next 13 years. And hopefully 13 parades. You could just tell, man, how excited this city is. We're due for some good baseball. Overdue. Philadelphia hasn't been this excited about the Phillies in a very long time. I would go as far as to say they stole some thunder from the Sixers this year. Oh, yeah. They stole serious thunder from all the teams. All the teams. Philadelphia sometimes doesn't get the recognition it deserves for how strong of a baseball town it is when the team is good. Yeah, the Sixers are gearing up for They're a trying playoff. to get to the finals, the Sixers. Yeah, a playoff Ownership kind of said it's finals or bust for Brett Brown. I know. They think that this is a championship team. Right. The Flyers were in a hole, but they're yeah. chipping away, yeah. trying to get into a, fl- a playoff spot. Play, they're, uh, people enjoy, they're playing are enjoying good hockey. a little bit. Yeah. They're playing good hockey. And, uh, you know, of course the Eagles keep 365 attention, yeah. and people haven't really been talking much about them No, at the moment. I, and, and that's not just because of Bryce Harper. That's because of some g- a good product being put out by Sixers and Flyers. Yeah, but— a lot of people's interests are starting to turn towards the Phillies despite all of this good stuff going on. And it was a dreary, cold, ugly, dark winter, and people see the, the sunlight, the yeah. butt, and they're thinking, hanging out on the beach, listening to a Phillies game, um, at the game, at the ballpark, watching the game. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. that's one of the coolest parts about spring training. Uh, yeah. Is starting to feel that weather through the TV. Yeah, I know. We need it badly. We need it very, very badly. Uh, 
gang, we'll leave you with this. We will be back with some uh, more baseball content. We'll be back with some other independent-type episodes that we like to do on specific topics. And the On The Mark Coffee reviews are right around the corner now that the weather's heating up. makes it a little easier for us to bounce around and check these places out and get, you know, get rolling on coffee season because every season for us is coffee season. Benny, anything you want to leave the listeners with? Nah, just how excited I am for this Phillies year and how exciting this Bryce Harper uh, bring-in is. Yeah, sure. Welcome, Bryce Harper. And as we saw Saturday afternoon, how about some of the big names at the game? Brian Dawkins. Wearing a Dawkins 20 Phillies jersey, and it also said Schmidt on it. Very cool. Ryan Howard was there. Mm -hmm. Philadelphia Mayor Jim Kenny was there. Interesting, at the very least, for a random Saturday March spring training game for these names to be there. Mm -hmm. VIP listeners, we will talk to you soon. Love you guys. Be safe out there. You are now off the mark. Time and time again this year, it looked like there was no hope. But through grit and determination and fighting spirit, this team came back. They fought back and gave us the 2007 National League East Championship. Because they had high hopes. When you are down, lift your head off the ground. There's a lot to be learned, so look around. Once there was a silly old ant. Thought he'd move a rubber tree plant. Anyone knows an ant can't move a rubber tree plant, but he had high hopes. He had high hopes. He had high apple pie in the sky. Hope so when you start to feel it low, instead of letting go. Just remember that ant. Whoop, there goes another robber tree. Up there goes another robber tree. Whoop, there goes another robber tree plant. When you are down, lift your head off the ground. There's a lot to be learned. So look around. Once there was a silly old ram. Thought he but a hole in the dam. Anyone knows a ram can't but a hole in that dam. But he had high hopes. He had high hopes. He had high apple pie in the sky. Hope so when you start to feel it low, instead of letting go. Just remember that ram. Whoop, there goes a billion kilowatt. Up there goes a billion kilowatt. Whoop, there goes billion kilowatt. Damn. Ran out of gas. God bless you. You're the best fans in America. Let's go, Phil. Let's go to the World Series.